Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Crux. Um, today, we are going to talk about those mommy issues that we all have as men, I would say. I mean, we all have them as human beings. Um, so I'm going to... This is Ryan, if you don't know. Slade here. Uh, I'm going to just give a, a quick kind of crash course in um, why everyone is... Um, suffering to some degree or grappling with um failures of attunement you know that's that live on into adulthood so what, what i mean by failures of attunement you know when you're a when you're a very small child like you're extraordinarily needy you're extraordinarily dependent and you're looking to your primary caregiver um in most most cases right it's um a mother that is um, trying, right, uh, trying her best to meet those needs, to read the nonverbal cues from you as a, as a baby, um, to comfort you, and of course that continues on through toddlerhood and and onwards, and they are going to fail at times, and that is going to piss your little your little being off. Um, and, and that those, those moments, those experiences, and maybe they're many and maybe, um, their whole, uh, it ends up being the whole aspects of yourself. Like maybe it's your more angry aspect is, um, never really attuned to, um, it's too threatening to your mother say, and you have to, sh um, shut that aspect of, uh, of you off, compartmentalize it. So all this happens, right? It's just kind of part of the part of the deal of of being in a in a human in a human body. Right? So what does that what is what does that mean in term um, for our adult relationships? Well, how we're how we're wired is is such that we begin to see our primary relate our, our partner as our primary, meaning we, especially after the first year or two, after all the, you know, honeymoon, honeymoon cocktail of, you know, endogenous, you know, neurochemicals start to kind of wear off. Uh, we start to automate our partner. We start to familiarize our partner and they become a uh, composite of all of our previous attachment figures. Um, in other words, they become mommy at times. And what, so we're here today to t really talk explicitly about like, how does that show up? What's the common ways we see that showing up and what, what can we do about it um, to start to actually um, repattern it so that you feel more, more and more um, like an adult and not a disgruntled child in your relationship. Yeah, it's it's you know it's one of the ways I love that setup, Ryan, because you know it's one of the ways that we're, we we want to help men um, have the relationship and be able to co-create the relationship that that they want, um, because you know our um, like like you said, we can't help but project our our primary caregiver in many cases the mother onto our partner, but here's the problem. To the degree you have your partner in that role, you're not going to get the version of them that you want. The whether it's the intimate, the 
the, the, the relaxed, the spontaneous, the sexy, the, the adventurous person that you dream of can't behave that way when you're in a younger part of yourself in the boy trying to get needs met from them. They won't even know why they don't feel connected to you or why they're not feeling open. Um, they'll just feel shut down, um, annoyed, frustrated. And so, and so we want to tease that apart and help you really um, understand why am I not getting the version of her that I want? Um, often, on, at least on your side of it, it's because she, she's in a role that she can't win in because it's not actually your partner's job mm-hmm. um, to meet all of those needs. Right, exactly. Just to spell that out, though, we're trying to threat. We're kind of trying to walk a middle path here, right? Because it is it is their job to attune to you to some degree, as it is your job to attune to them. That's that's the pact. Like if you if you don't if you're not doing that, you're not going to have a viable relationship, right? But what we're going to get at today is how do you present what's happening for you in such a way that you can actually be like reasonably you know attuned attuned to so that you're not um signaling in a kind of passive um implicit way what you need and just kind of expecting them to get it that's I mean, no, no dig on anybody out there because I've We're done it myself. On it. We're working on it too. It's um, that's a childish way to get your needs met, right? Yeah, and the what you know way that could look is um, walking around your house and your with your with your in your with your family with your partner and having a whole bunch of things happening inside of you: anger, resentment, things you want, things you're afraid of, all sorts of things not sharing them and somehow implicitly expecting your partner to read you out, to draw you out, to behave in a way that you like without you having to ask for, ask for what you need um, and, and holding that whole conversation inside of you and then resenting your partner when they don't behave accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a time in your life when that was okay to expect mm-hmm. between the ages of zero and whenever you went off to school you got to you know you got to be you and all of your moods and all of your emotions and, and your partner your par- primary caregiver in many cases your mother um should have attuned to you mm-hmm. and 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 got no oh, he needs food oh he needs space oh he mm-hmm. needs to have his feelings mm-hmm. so um maybe an example would help to, that'd be great yeah um so I'm, I'm, you know, I, I've been guilty of this as much as the next person because I, you know, in my, in my growing up, um, with my mother, um, all of my range of needs and, and feelings and angers and triggers and all of that often felt like too much for her. She was stressed out. She was often alone with the way my father wasn't around a lot, um, and uh, she was always at her, at her limit. She didn't actually have the space for the whole range of what I was feeling. And so when I would have a strong reaction or response or, 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 didn't, or needed something different than what she was doing, it would, it would, it would send her off um, to actually really leave the room 
and, and have to just leave me um, and, and, uh, and shut her door and I was left out there alone. So I learned very early all the whole range of who what's going on inside of me is too much for her. So I'm going to keep that to myself. Um, and then resent her because I didn't have an expression for all of that. Um, fast forward to today, um, when, I, when I'm not expressing what I'm feeling, when I'm not um, letting Misha in on my, um, my inner world, um, I'm carrying it and I'm full and it comes out of my tone and my sarcasm or my gruffness or even just my energy or, or sometimes it comes out in just my not being present, just being dissociated. Uh, and she gets more and more um, aware of that and that really impacts her um, until we get to the point where she just literally reasonably can't take it anymore. <laughs> it's like, where are you? Um, uh, where, what's going on? Where, what's, you know, where are you, Slate? Until I finally really name it and roll out exactly it is what I'm in pain about, what I'm feeling. And what's, what I find nine times out of 10 with her, as soon as I do that, she's like, oh, oh, there you are. It's, it's, it's so good to know what's happening inside. I'm sorry that it's painful. I'm sorry what's happening, but how can I, what can we do? And then, she, then we're in conversation. Um, so it's just, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a real process um, of, and it takes up my own work to, to, um, to learn how to not see her as mom, to get that there's actually space in this current dynamic to say what I'm feeling, to let her in, to give her the chance to show up and to be my peer. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I'll be doing that to different degrees for the rest of my life. It's mm-hmm. um, mm. a great, great example, right? It's an ongoing, it ends up being an ongoing, you know, it's, it sounds like an ongoing self check-in, like, am I defaulting towards just holding it in and making her into somebody that can't handle, can't hold, is, will be overwhelmed right. by, by what's happening for me. Right, because I'm, I'm not seeing her in those moments. I'm seeing mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's painful to feel because when I put her in that position, she can't win. Mm-hmm. She, she can't meet my needs. Mm-hmm. She can't respond because I'm an I'm a, I'm a enigma to her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so then, so then, you know, for everybody, it's going to be different how you move that, mm-hmm. how you get at your mother projection, how you see the ways that you're, you're not seeing your partner and not letting her know you. And, you know, you spoke about men's work, mm-hmm. which is really the heart of what we do together. And, and whether it's that or whether it's with a therapist, um, there are ways to start to unpack that yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of which, I mean, that's, that's my example um, regarding this. Uh, so I, I grew up, um, I mean, bless my mom, she was, she was wonderful, right? But, you know, she's, she's a female. And I don't think, you know, I, I, be, I believe that, that a boy need, needs, needs some, like, masculine male energy to kind of help, <laughs> help them express like these big feeling, mm-hmm. you know, these you know, anger feeling, these um, 
aggressive, the aggressive streak that lives. Yeah. That, you know, certainly lived in me as mm-hmm. a boy. So it just, I don't, it wasn't, it wasn't safe. It was, I think it was, you could say kind of, um, contained, um, bottled, bottled, you know, because I, again, I didn't want to overwhelm or threaten or, you know, whatever my mother and, and probably my sister to a degree. It was just a couple of years older than me. So I, I became that aspect of me had to become small, but it was there. Mm-hmm. It didn't, that doesn't die. That doesn't go away. Right. So enter, you know, fast forward into adult relationship and I start playing out this whole thing of you're trying to keep me small, this story, mm. you know, yeah. and fuck you for that. You know, this part of me is just, and, and right. Uh, innocent. Like what, what is my, what is Eden doing exactly? Not really anything. And, but you know, she's not doing that, yeah. but that's how this stuff works. Right. Sure. It's like, I'm going to play this out. And it actually wasn't until, you know, thank God for, you know, especially my you know, early men's work and, you know, still to this day, still being, you know, being able to have an outlet for that um, a, kind of a, aggressive, you could call it what, like wild boy energy that needs to be um, celebrated and met and played with and... That's not something, you know, realistically I can, you know, expect of my wife to, like, that's, that's not how that works. Sure. Right? So when I have the opportunity to, to be that wild boy with my men, mm-hmm. you know, my, my, my sure. brothers, I come back and it's, it's like my, 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 my vitality is, is restored and I can bring in the right amount of the, you know that the kind of aliveness that uh, is essential for for a marriage. Yeah. So you're really uh, I appreciate you're really speaking to one of the ways that you take care of yourself, mm-hmm. create the space in yourself, and not expect Eden to to, to take that on for you, to even to even feel like that's her job. Right. Um, and, uh, and you take care of that yourself and then you can let her in to mm-hmm. that wildness yourself, but mm-hmm. it's because you're already holding it, right. you're already with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, and it's gotten its full, like it's, it's full range. Like it's been able to just like romp around, Yeah. you know, and it doesn't turn into her, into her into some kind of, you know, uh, cap, captor. You're right. You know, or 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 or, or I, I picture like or a cleanup where you just go and you kind of barf it out, <laughs> the mess in front of her completely unexamined, um, and then just ex- kind of expect her to know what to do with that. Right, um, like all these little things. Right, I mean it's classic. Right, yeah. did you know? Did did you you didn't pack the back of the car? You know we should repack it. Really, I spent all my you know, and I, not that I would. I'm exaggerating, but that there's a. Yeah, I've I've had the pack the, the pack the car moments. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And those have those moments are less in, intense. I don't I don't turn them into these kind of proxy mm-hmm. fights for that inner um, deprivation or that frustration that lives right. in me. Yeah, you t- you take responsibility of that for yourself. Right. Yeah, and that's really you know um, what we're talking about here. It's we want to bring awareness to 
if you want an adult relationship that's full of adventure and spontaneity and knowing each other and 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 and, and intimacy and sexuality and all of that, um, it requires showing up to that bond as an adult. Mm-hmm. Again, like Ryan said, in the first year or two, you get away with a lot um, with each other, but after you've been in for a while, um, and the and the the young parts of you are active much more active and um, it just it requires adult maintenance of yourself and exploration of yourself and then crossing that distance to let your partner in right um, and and in that way that's one of the that that um, that brings them into peer relationship with you and and lets them actually meet your needs and fulfill your dreams and and be right. that partner that you want right because you've given them something to go on right and you, I mean you you've provided them a, a actual realistic requ- like request like something that's actually doable you're not just sort of dumping in a chaotic way all of your attachment wounding and being like solve it because that's your job right make me feel like enough as a person right which um, not the job so that was actually really, yeah. I, I didn't expect, you know, the I don't know to, to have gone there. Um, certainly for my, you know, my piece, and uh, it was really, really helpful. I mean, even for me, just to kind of get that reminder about what what it means to create an adult relationship that it requires quite a bit of deliberateness, yeah. you know. Um, because the the pull, unfortunately, the pull is is back to this sort of collapsed, like inherently frustrating dynamic. Yeah, that expectation, and maybe maybe it's maybe in this awareness, you you all can go out and and sort of be be curious in your own lives. Mm-hmm. Where am I expecting? Um, my partner to come get me, to come find me. Mm-hmm. Where, where, what are the moments where I'm holding a lot and not saying it and judging, judging them uh, for how they're being around me? What are the, and even, if you, even if you can capture one or two in, in your week, mm-hmm. um, you start to get a sense, oh, that's, that's my version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then... We'll always talk about things you can do. Ryan talked about men's group. You know, we both work with individuals and couples. There's there's lots of ways um, to to take responsibility for what you learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. So, and we would love to hear what you're finding, um, and 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 questions you have about what you can do with it. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, till next time, everybody.